If you have ever uttered these words to the Lord, what about them? Then you need to stay tuned to this podcast because we're going to be talking about jealousy. And we're going to be talking about comparison. And we're going to be talking about the Bible. So I'm super excited. This is actually something that I've read recently that I thought I was, uh, I just thought it was really cool. And I wanted to share it with you. Hey, welcome to the Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangum. St. Ignatius said, the glory of God is man fully alive. Jesus said, it is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. This podcast is here to bring God glory through you becoming fully alive and you bearing much fruit or having powerful results in your life. I believe you can use your unique gifts and talents to change the world. If you listen to this show and read our blogs, you will be inspired to take your own journey of faith to become a man or woman who is fully alive, making an impact in the world around you. I interview people that I think are awesome that are doing that today to inspire and to challenge you, you can do the same. Let's get rolling. Most of my devotional time, I will spend praying. And then when it comes to reading the Bible, I tend to be more of a, Lord, where would you have me to read today guy? If that's such a thing. Well, that's what I am. So anyway, so the other day I was asking the Lord that I went to John 21 and there was a story there that I just love. So let me, I'm just going to give you a couple highlights of the story in John 21 and then I'll, you know, kind of get into the topic we were going to talk about. So the first verse I want to talk about is John 21, seven. And in it, it says, um, it says, as soon as Simon Peter heard him say, it is the Lord, he jumped into the water. Now, I think this verse is so amazing, and let me tell you why. If you're like Simon Peter, and I think you are, I know I am, we screw up. We disobey the Lord. We, in Peter's case, he, you know, totally disassociated himself with God. Uh, when it came down to you know him being at risk by being associated with Jesus while he was being crucified. And this event is after he has seen the risen Lord, and these are maybe within about 40 days of the actual resurrection event where he shows up in the upper room. They are out, uh, the disciples are out fishing, and and there's a man out there who's basically saying, hey, you know, have you caught any fish? And he tells them to throw their, their uh, net on the other side and they catch a ton of fish. And that's when um, it, that I think John says to Simon Peter, it's the Lord. Immediately when he hears that, he jumps into the water. Now, if you think about Peter, the last time that he jumped out of the boat was when the Lord was calling him to walk on water. And he actually did walk on water. And which, as he kept his focus on Jesus. And this, to me, shows Peter's heart, which is, you know, even after screwing up, even after everything, and in this chapter, it goes into, you know, Peter, do you love me? And he says, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Peter, despite screwing up, showed his true character as a man who will keep going after God even though he's failed. And that is an amazing, an amazing character. 
that he will keep going after God after he failed. Well, guess what? This Peter um, also, after jumping in the water and swimming, the you know, he didn't walk on, maybe he thought he might walk on the water again, but he swam to the shore and got to Jesus. And, and then they had that dialogue about, do you love me? So this is where it gets really amazing, uh, especially in, in light of, you know, if you've ever uttered those words, what about them to the Lord? Peter said, well, Jesus actually tells Peter, he said, you are going to, when you were young, you got to dress yourselves. I'm paraphrasing. But when you were old, somebody else will dress you and they will lead you where you do not want to go. And the scripture says that Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death that Peter would glorify God with. Now, how ironic. Peter, when he was de- denying Jesus, was trying to save his life. And here we are again with the challenge in front of Peter again. Peter, will you follow me unto death? And Right after Jesus makes that statement to him, somebody, when you were old, someone will lead you where you do not want to go. And I guess Peter knew what he was referring to. He says immediately after that, he looks at John and he says to Jesus, what about him? And this is Jesus' response to Peter. Jesus answered, what is that to you? You must follow me. You know, it is so amazing that Jesus is leading each one of us individually. And so much of our world compares each other to each other. Who's more important? Who's more popular? Who, uh, you know, there's just so much comparisons. It's just, it will kill your soul how much comparisons there is. And, And you guys know that and I know this. But Jesus was saying to Peter, what is that to you? How I will lead and guide another person. You, Peter, must follow me even unto death. Now, what's so interesting was if you fast, it doesn't record Peter's answer to that question. But when uh, if you think about, if you know about biblical history about John and, and, and Peter, what ended up happening, Peter becomes a major public figure in the church. In fact, he becomes the leader of the Jerusalem church. He is preaching on the day of Pentecost. So this Pentecost did not happen at this time. So in Acts 2, when the Holy Spirit comes and he preaches to the masses, you know, it is Peter that is preaching and he becomes a major, major leader in the church. Uh, he ends up writing First and uh, and Second Peter, and based on First and Second Peter, if you read those scriptures, you will find a man in an older age who values humility deeply, and the impetuous, and the passionate, and the sometimes putting his foot in his mouth guy has become a a, a sage. Who, who advises those that follow him to walk in humility as he has learned to do. John, when the Holy Spirit came on Acts 2, John wasn't the one, John the Beloved was not the one 
up there preaching. And actually, John did not end up having a huge prominent role in the church as far as being the mouthpiece, being the spokesperson, being the leader. But God had intended for John to write the Gospel of John and to write 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John about love and to write the revelation of Jesus Christ, the book of Revelations at the end of the Bible. He does end up dying of old age uh, in Patmos. And, And what the road that God had for John and the will that God had for John was to play more of a back role having a very deeply intimate relationship with Jesus and Jesus entrusting them with incredible revelations and calling him to write. Whereas the role for Peter or the will of God for Peter was to be far more upfront, far more out, out in the open, uh, and then ended up getting crucified. And legend has it, or maybe not legend, historians have it that he ends up getting crucified upside down and claims, I'm not worthy to die like my Lord did and is crucified upside down. So these are two men, John the Beloved and Simon Peter, who God had distinct wills for that looked distinctly different. And Jesus said to Peter, what is that to you? You must follow me. And it did end up them having different, different, the Lord had different wills for them. God has a unique will for you. Don't compare the time it takes, the roles you play, if you are known or not. Stop comparing and hear the Lord's voice to you. That What is that to you about anyone else doing anything else? You must follow me. And that is how you're going to fulfill the will of God for your life and bring the greatest glory to his name through your life, through you following him, not you seeking to to fill the shoes of other people in wills that God has for them. That's it. That's all I wanted to share. And there is, I guess, one other story that I'll share. Well, I listen to a lot of podcasts, as you may guess, because I run a podcast. And I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I'm trying to feed my soul. Like, I want to hear the Word of God. I want to hear people's testimonies. I just I just love podcasts. And so one day I was listening to a podcast by a guy named Brian Brent, and, and he was preaching about jealousy and envy being a scourge in the church. It is. He basically was saying that, Nobody can stand up and show their incredible God-given anointing and gifting without getting literally stabbed all over the place through jealousy and envy by all the people that are listening to you sing or listening to you preach or listening to you do your thing because it's just so rampant in the church. Nobody is celebrating it because everybody's so comparison-driven and et cetera. And when he was preaching it, uh, I had what I would consider a uh, thou art the man moment. Uh, so, you know, when, when Nathan came to David, King David, and said, you know, thou art the man, he was basically calling out saying, God sees where you are, and, and yeah, you sinned. Well, I was driving down the road, and I became under deep, deep conviction and and, and started just 
bawling. And I had to pull over and repent and repent of how pervasive in my spirit was jealousy and envy sitting there as a sin in my life that I had no awareness of in for years and years and years. Yet the symptom of the sin would be little snide and and uh, critical remarks that I would make about anybody doing anything that I wanted to do or anybody doing anything that I thought was amazing or or walking in their anointing or the favor of God. And and it just robbed me from the joy of receiving from the Lord through other people because of jealousy and envy. And the Lord really got right to the crux of it and says it is a and basically told me this at its root is a sin of not trusting me. Not trusting my way, my will, my process with you. You do not trust me. And this has led into a sin of jealousy and envy. And, and I, was, I was undone. But I was so grateful. It was the kind of conviction that brought life because now I was aware and free from a sin that had been in my life for so long, I didn't even know it was there and may be in your life as well. And I would encourage you to repent of jealousy and envy because you want to receive the full measure of what God has for you and your family uh, and, and just throw that crap away because it's not doing anything but robbing and stealing from you. And accept me... For, so free. I was able to walk in almost any environment and say, man, this is an awesome environment and not be critical about how successful they are or, or, or how, uh, yeah, just, you know, just being snide and, you know, anyway, you know, so that's my little short story. I hope that this, uh, podcast has helped you. God bless you. Thank you so much for, uh, joining the Kindling Fire Fire Starters, that Facebook messaging club. If you haven't done that, just go to killingfire.com and there's, I can show you a way to join there. And, uh, guys have an amazing week. God bless.